Hello and welcome into another episode of Two Cents Sports Talk. I'm your host, Adam Fatulov, joined by my co-host, Brian Grum. Hey, Adam. How's it going, man? Happy going, New Year. Happy New Year. It's going pretty well. It's going pretty well. You looking forward to this uh, national championship game on Monday? Yeah, man. I yeah. Mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, it's in Indianapolis, which is pretty uh, pretty exciting. You know, it's close. It's closest to home that I think a championship game can be, technically, unless yeah. it's going to be Detroit, you know? So, yeah. But uh, let's talk a little bit about those two teams that are in there. Um, we have... Uh, Alabama's the Crimson Tide versus the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, both have faced each other uh, within the last month or so. I think December 4th was the last meeting that they had in the SEC championship game. Uh, Bama pulled away in that one, 40, uh, 41-24 there. Um, and pretty pretty much had control of the game um, from the second quarter on. They really uh, were in control there. And Bryce Young really had a Heisman performance. And that was his Heisman moment, or or one of his Heisman moments of his uh, very impressive freshman year, retro freshman year. So, yeah, but I mean, I just want to get your initial thoughts on the game there. Uh, yeah, so let's hear it, Brian. Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, Adam, uh, it, we're seeing a, a second time that these teams will match up this season. Uh, Alabama had the best of Georgia to start, and I think that uh, that caught some people by surprise, and that's why that's why Alabama is a two and a half point underdog in this game, despite being. Uh, you know, the number one seed. So mm-hmm. this will be interesting to see. I, I think that Georgia is the better team. Um, I think we've seen that all season long with their, their solid defense, holding every team down. Uh, you know, they're averaging under 10 points a game scored against them. So that defense is uh, pretty stellar, but they did have that one slip up against you know, Alabama, where they scored that 41 points. But even with that 41 points, I mean, I, I find that crazy. I think you mentioned that to me before. They're still under the 10 points. So if that defense shows up, if they put some pressure on uh, on the Heisman winner, on Bryce Young, then I think that they can they can pull this one off. But it's, it's pretty tough going up against uh, Alabama, a team that's made it know seven out of eight times to the CFP and uh winning as head coach like Nick Saban with uh with as many titles as he has in seven yep uh, last year <laughs> knocking him over Bear Bryant mm-hmm. um so I I don't know it, it's gonna be tough I I think that Alabama has the history I think that they have the the winningest culture they've got the head coach they've got the Heisman quarterback but I think that Georgia is the better team this year. And uh, I think that, you know, maybe that loss to Alabama earlier could could potentially help them uh, win the more important game. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a little bit of, about adjustments and how Georgia's defense really approaches the game. Because, um, yeah, you have, you have Nick Saban, you have Bryce Young, and you have the Bama culture. They were just there last year. Um, a lot of the players played, a lot of them didn't, you know, but I mean, you're still able to see that and grow from that. So that's, that's really an important factor there that, you know, the experience you've been there before, everything else like that. Uh, Bryce Young was a freshman this year, a redshirt freshman. So he's able to watch Mac Jones, who's been pretty good in the NFL so far this year, um, uh, develop and grow and show his senior year there. But he's also, you know, shown that his growth this year um, overall. So I really think that that's going to be something to watch for. Um, Georgia didn't get any sacks against Bama in the first meeting, which I think is pretty interesting how, uh, you know, 
just overall, I think I think Bama ranks 110th in terms of sacks allowed with 37, but they didn't get to Bryce Young once. But then you go vice versa. Bama sacked um, Stenson Bennett uh, three times in the, in the uh, SEC, cha- SEC championship game, and they've only let up 11. 11- 11 sacks all year, which is second in the country. So three out of 11 is pretty, you know, pretty high percentage in terms of, you know, one game. They let up three sacks against Denson Bennett. Our, our um, Georgia let three sacks up against Bama. So it's just really interesting. That's something I, I would watch for there. Can Georgia get pressure on Bryce Young and disrupt him? Because he is still a freshman. You know, it's second-year guy. Um, sat behind Mac Jones a good bit last year. But, I mean, that's, that's I think, going to be a big X factor there is, can you make Bryce Young uncomfortable? And if you can't get to him, can you disrupt him in the, in, in the, with um, exotic coverages, mix up zone and man so he doesn't get comfortable there? He's down um, John Menchie, who tore his ACL in the, uh, in the SEC, uh, SEC championship game. So he's going to have Jamison Williams and then um, Slane Bold and a few other guys coming in there. But it's going to be – it's not going to be – they're not coming in full strength. Um, and Menchie had six catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown in the first meeting. So they're going to have to replace that uh, – that production as well as potentially getting Jamison Williams bracketed um, while, you know, while, while they're not dealing with um, two potential first round picks there. So that's something that I would really um, look for is how can you make Bryce Young as comfortable as possible? Because I think, um, I think Bama is going to be able to put up some points, but if you can make him uncomfortable, cause a few turnovers, cause a few sacks. uh, I think that that's, that's the, that's the recipe for Georgia. I think they need to lean on their defense there. And I think that's what they're going to do. But I think that uh, overall, you know, uh, Nick Saban, Bryce Young, and just the overall experience that Bama has is going to prevail there. But that's – if I'm Georgia, I'm really trying to make it as com- uncomfortable for Bryce Young as possible, whether that's trying to get to him or sitting back and just trying to confuse him in the secondary. Yeah, and and like you said, that, that that's uh, something that Georgia is known to be good at this year, mm-hmm. despite that Alabama game. So – uh, that would be interesting to see. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. Uh, I mean, last time that we – Georgia has only made it two times now to the CFP out of eight years. Mm-hmm. Emma, like I said, seven times. The one time Georgia did make it, they, they were playing, you know, Alabama in the finals. And, I mean, it was, it was an overtime thriller. So It was. I, I think that – this is going to be another good game, uh, especially since these teams have seen each other before in that SEC championship game. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then just a few other stats. Um, Nick Saban, since 2008, has been 5-1 and one as an underdog, which they are here, two-and-a-half-point underdogs here. Nick Saban's been 5-1, and one, which is crazy to think about. Since 2008, what's that, 16 years or so? He's been underdog six times. That's, that's really hard to believe. Um, and, and he's winning majority of those games. And then against former assistants, which Kirby Smart is, he's 25-1, and one, which is really an impressive record. The one loss was this year against Texas A&M and uh, Jimbo Fisher there. So I think it was 41-38 or something along those lines. But, um, yeah, 41-38 and a shootout there. Uh, so it's just really interesting to think about how he's typically owned his former assistants and um, has been outperformed as a he's outperformed as an underdog. So I really think those are other X factors, and that's just a good shine of a great coach. There, similar to you know, you think Andy Reid and his uh, predecessor, his assistants, and and on uh, Bill Belichick in the NFL versus his assistants, they typically don't perform as well once they leave that system. But Kirby Smart has shown performance. I mean, obviously, he's gone to the national championship twice. You know, Georgia's had a really dominant year this year, and they've had they've been you know ranked. 
a good bit over the last few years. So, I mean, I, I don't have, you know, he's a pretty good coach. He's probably one of the best of them. Him and Jimbo Fisher are probably um, two of the best, I would say, of them. And uh, I just, I'm very curious to see if they can get a breakthrough there. But it's almost like a little brother, big brother kind of matchup here. You know, we have to get over that hump. You know, Georgia could beat almost anyone else, but then you go Bama and it's just like a psychological thing. You know, Bama's already won it before. They've been there. They expect it. Georgia, I mean, I don't think that they're just happy to be there, but I think it's something where psychologically you have to get over the hump. And once they do, they may be able to break through going forward. But that's something else, you know, you got to look for there and and just the psychological aspect there, especially looking back and be like, we got blown out 41-24. Like that's, that's, you know, they didn't let up more than 20 points against any other team this year. You know, they let 41 in the national championship game. It's still under average under 10 points per game, Georgia does allowed. So it's just really impressive seeing that. So I, I don't know what they're going to do. You know, I don't know what they're going to do different there. Um, but it, it, it's going to be exciting to watch. And just it's going to be a game of adjustments. You know, playing twice uh, just over a month is is difficult. You know, it's hard to beat a team twice, but it's also you have to make the right adjustments. And, and if you had to put your money on someone to make the right adjustments, I would, I would bet that would be Nick Saban making those. So that's just my overall thoughts with that. That, that is a very fair and valid point, Adam. Um, you, you do bring up, you know, the regular season. Nick Saban, his one, his one loss this year was against his, uh, his former uh, assistant head coach and, and uh, Texas A&M, where it was 41 to 38. Mm-hmm. You know, Bama was in a lot of uh, fairly close games. You know, uh, Arkansas, they squeaked out victory 42 to 35. Uh, Auburn, you know, the, the only reason that they were in the SEC championship game was because they they managed to to beat Auburn twenty four to twenty two in four overtimes, yep. and uh, and those were two teams that Georgia. I mean, they played them earlier in the front half of their season, but they won handily. You know, they they beat Arkansas thirty seven to zero, and they, they beat <clears throat> Auburn thirty four to ten. And you could also and, look at Florida there as well, where uh, you know Alabama beat them thirty one twenty nine, and Georgia beat them. Uh, what was it, 34-7 or something along those lines? So, I mean, that's also another one that you can point to that's saying, wow, that's that's really interesting how Georgia's put away teams more so than Bama has this year. But continue. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 absolutely. That, that, that's really all I was going for there. Is yeah. that, you know, that's, that's why I think it is, uh, you know, Georgia <clears throat> has shown their dominance all season long. In Alabama, <clears throat> uh, you know, they – they have managed to pull off these these close uh, game wins, which may come to their favor uh, in this game, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, yeah, but um, overall, it should be a really good game, and it's it's just it's it's interesting how it's a rematch since um from twenty eighteen, Georgia Bama. We talked about that game to Tagovailoa coming in for um Jalen Hurts and just all the you know the hype around that and whatnot. But yeah, we're really looking forward to this game and. Uh, you know, I think that um, I think that Bama is going to win this. I, I was a little bit surprised initially when I saw that um, that the uh, the line was two and a half points, but I really think that uh, that Bama is going to pull this off. I think just the experience is going to prevail, having that experienced head coach, um, not so much quarterback, but I mean he's he's a five star uh, guy. He won the Heisman. He's had a great year, so I really think that uh, that this is going to be a, a good game. But I think Bama is going to pull this one off. So um, that that's my pick there, and and. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you have anything else you want to add, Brian, before we uh, wrap this podcast up. But I mean, that's just overall our general thoughts there for the uh, the national championship. No, just uh, to go with your point there about bringing up the 2018 championship again. 
uh, head coach making the adjustments and the changes that you you need to make. Yeah. I mean, Saban went out on a limb there and, and made that adjustment, going out as a starting quarterback and Jalen Hurts in the uh, after the first half and putting Tua and to really change that game around. So yeah, and that's not an easy decision to make. You know, you you had Jalen Hurts play there all year. You got there with him in the year, so it's really interesting to see. Uh, that kind of adjustment, but he's not afraid to make those kind because obviously you said he's a winner. He's won seven national championships, uh, one higher than Bear Bryant and, and the most of all time. So, I mean, you don't get that way by taking risk or playing it, you know, conservatively. You're going to make aggressive choices and sometimes they'll pay off, sometimes they won't, but we'll see how it goes. So thank you for tuning into this episode and uh, we're looking forward to the next one. Thank you.